Hello, head crabs, and welcome to episode 46 of. Gunners, 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 Gunners. Lele! Ross. <laughs> I was just in awe by that startup. Hello. Pretty fucking special, wasn't it? Pretty fucking special. It's not as special as where I am, though. Where are you exactly? I'm in the new lair. <gasps> lair 4.0. Is that what you're going to call it? I think that's what it is, isn't it? I was thinking about this, though. You know, like how in, sh- in shows how they replace actors or something? Mm-hmm. Of a different actor. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you just think, oh, I. What's the difference? Like, do you remember how there was a different Crichton in one episode? It wasn't, it wasn't like the whole first series or no, just one episode? It was when they originally found him and he drives off on a motorcycle uh-huh. and you don't see him ever again. Yeah. And then when you do see him again, it's the other guy. So is he supposed to be the same guy, though? Yes. Right, not just another model of him. Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's quite. Uh, isn't he like. Isn't he the one that's. Got the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit fucked up, innit? It's actually the same guy who done the voice of the toaster. Played oh, the original... would you like some toast? Yeah. I got some nice hot buttery toast. That was quite good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So, what are we doing here, though, in the Lair 4.0? Um, what are we ever doing here? Recording this terrible podcast. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I'm quoting reviews here. <laughs> Yes, we're here to record episode 46. We know that you've missed us, very much so. Uh, we've had quite a few messages saying, please come back, we need you. Really? Yep. You surprised me with that. Well, you know, um, your mother is a big fan. <laughs> big, big fan. No, we, uh, we're back, big time. Back, big fucking time. Big, big, big old bang. Back with a bang. Yeah. New new area, new Hopefully area, better podcast. <laughs> well, who knows? Fingers crossed. So, what we're we going to talk about? Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to be talking about in the first part. We will be talking about uh, in the first part is what we're going to be talking about. I'll tell you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be talking about <laughs> lots of stuff. I really. can see things have got much more professional. Yeah. And also, can I preempt something where normally we'll have a theme? This episode, there is no theme. There is no theme. So like, there is no spoon. Matrix. Yeah, there's no theme at all. No, you're quite all right. It there's no theme. No. Fancy that. Yeah. Listener. Fuck you. What's your what? If you are bothered by that, get in touch. The theme is fuck you. I thought there's a theme. Shit. So we'll have to re-record the Garnox player then if there's going to be a theme, and we just we'll just play games about fucking. No, that's not. No, just superimpose some long-winded theme. I tell you what, there's no theme. Good. Right. So what we're going to be talking about then, I'll tell you what we're going to be talking about. And the first part, what we're going to talk about is lots of game stuff. So just lots of games and stuff. Yes. And the second part, no, actually, sorry. Also in the first part, we're going to have the scores from this month's community challenging game. Okay. Which was uh, Alien versus Pinball, which is a stupid name for something. Is that what it was called? Ah, you fucking ass. Uh, There's uh, going to be some other chat about stuff. And we're going to have a dramatic update on the talented few in a massive, massive Sensi Soaks update. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, because one. Louise has got into Love Island, so I've had more time to wa- uh, play that game upstairs it's, to get away from Love Island. Surprisingly good, Love Island. like Is it? Yeah, I'm in big time sunk, sunk into it. Mm-hmm. I've been binging. What binging do you think the Gerard, minge. then? Uh, he's, yeah, I couldn't believe what he did to uh, Katie Sue. Right. I happen to know for a fact that there is no one called Jared. I just made that up, so you were a liar, sir. Oh, wow. Fucking hell, that's me caught out. That's the new podcast rules. What? No lying or no funny lying. business. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> no funny business. Could I have just one little bit of funny business per episode? Okay. Yeah. Can you feel me too on your oh, I was hoping you'd save it at the end. No, no. Crescendo, not get it out the way early on. I like to uh, 
prematurely uh, funny business. Premature fuzzy, premature funny business. So, part two. You'd like to know what happens in that one, that second part? Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to be travelling to Layer 2.0 to play three arcade games on Ross's big old cabinets. Official cabinets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll also be talking about some massive TV shows that we've recently watched. Mm, uh-huh. And we'll be giving our opinions on them because we're very opinionated people. Mm-hmm. And we will also have some answers to a question that we asked our head crab recently, which relates to future tech devices. Oh, yes. I had a, I've had a misunderstanding initially with that question. Uh-oh. But I'll explain it when we get there. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but before we get stuck in, what are your thoughts about your current surroundings then, Ross and Lair 4.0? It's not quite as uh, mucusy as the old Lair. Well... I hope you agree. It's... Fantastic! It's a it's the newest house I've officially ever been in. Really? Yes. Wow. So a while ago we upgraded. We got a new car. That's the first time I've been in a new car. Mm-hmm. And because normally I get took away in old cars. Mm-hmm. You get took away in old cars. Yeah, the sexual People... predator who goes around the the streets where I live tends to have old mustangs and stuff. Oh really? And does he say call us Sally? He he normally says what. Can you give us a hand putting the mattress in the back of this van yeah, at yeah, this yeah. point in time? Mm-hmm. Actually, that dump story that we'll have in the next episode. Oh, what? That's a spoiler, isn't it? Oh, sorry about that. that no, it's a, actually, that's a teaser. You did that thing, didn't you? Did I? Listener, there may or may not be a story about a dumpstruck tip coming up in Gone Ox Player. Yeah. Stick around for that. I forgot to mention that in the roundup of what's coming. Um, it should have been top of the list. Tip tales. <laughs> I hope that's a week, uh, monthly occurrence. Yeah, I think it should be. Well, we we uh, well, you'll find out. So anyway, when I was doing well, I don't want to spoil anything. Or I don't even know what I'm allowed to say, listeners anymore. But suffice to say, there was a point where I had to get in the back of a van with a mattress, mm-hmm. and I did think of silence alarms. Oh, really? Because yeah. that's how he abducted that young girl, isn't it? He says, "Can you give us a hand?" Oh, I did he really? Voice. I thought, I just thought you said, "Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me." That was a different series. Oh, no, it was the same Buffalo series. Bill, yeah. right. mm. Buffalo Bill. Is that what the Buffalo Bills are named after? That's the first American football reference. There will be another American football reference <laughs> later on in this episode. Uh, probably part two. So we'll listen out for that. I wasn't prepared for that. Sorry. Right. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Well, I haven't carried on describing the house. Oh, yeah, God, I. Sorry. It's just, the, just the lair. It's the newest, or just the lair. You just yeah, want just the lair. Just the lair. It's fantastic. So I'm looking at Tom, which is normally, you know, it has its plus points, but it has quite a lot of negative points. But behind him is, like, all of these paraphernalia, like, on display, mm-hmm. good old-fashioned CDs, which I've got back into buying, mm-hmm. some books and stuff. And, yeah, it's beautiful. There's a, there's a chair over there for lounging in. Yeah, and what's a cushion got on it? Oh, panda. Yeah, like a panda. So we can look at that when they're all extinct, yeah. Yeah. But I think they're doing all right now. I think the WWF should change the 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 uh, the, the emblem what to a hedgehog. Oh, I've seen two hedgehogs dead in one day, you know. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not doing well at all. But anyway, we will now uh, move on from this okay. uh, trough and hopefully hit some high notes as we... Get in with both feet and both hands and both butt cheeks 
probably take my testicles along for the ride as well. Maybe I come wherever I'm going, to be honest. <laughs> I don't have the option of detaching them. Maybe that's some future tech we could talk about. Oh, that's a little teaser for part. Nano testicles. <laughs> I've already got them. Uh, so, yeah, let's go. So, I'd like to ha- since we've had a big break, I'd like to start with two shout-outs. Okay. So, number one... Past guest and friend, mm-hmm. general nice guy, Christian and his partner Joanne yeah. have given birth. Ah. Well, only one of them gave birth. Yeah. To little Edwin. Little Edwin. The latest head crab. Yeah, that's what the plan should be. Everyone who listens to the podcast should have about a billion kids. And Multiply, then... yeah. Multiply and conquer. That's the only way it's going to happen. If you force the child to listen to the podcast from a young age, then they will be. they'll get to the point where... If they don't listen to it, they'll feel really like sad and, and depressed and stuff. So that's what we want, isn't it? We want it to be an attachment issue. Are really, you the advocating podcast. some sort of horrible torture techniques to listen to this podcast? Not, not necessarily. I'm for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that because, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, welcome to the world. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful child. And congratulations to both parents. Uh, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> oh, what a lovely, yeah. what a lovely s- statement. Yeah. Perhaps I don't know. It was a, it was a collection of words. And the next one, not as big news, but Inspector Fogg's album's out. Oh, good God, yes, good God, yes. So I got that a couple of days ago on tape. Yeah, oh, yeah man, cassette tape. Just to support the scene, uh-huh. I'm support. I'm keeping the scene alive. The cassette tape scene. Mm-hmm. I've got no way of playing it. No, but I'd already got the um, the code, and I've been listening to it. Retro synth type of brilliant it's it is a, like sort of soundscapey stuff isn't it like he's, he's a very talented man he is he's a very talented man so yes it's uh on band camp mm-hmm. get on band camp inspector fog with a double o uh double f. o it's f double o g isn't it fog yeah no just one o f o double g unless it's got a different name on the, the album mm. i don't think it does f o double g i think definitely double g Oh, it's double G, not double O. Unless, like I say, unless on, on Bandcamp it's got two O's, but I don't think it does. It's double O or double G. It's definitely double G. So it's double G or double <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll confirm one thing. It's definitely double G. <laughs> okay. Get your mind um, out of the gutter. Triple F. And we move on. Yeah. Fantastic, yes. Um, what about when you went to Croatia? Croatia. Oh, yes. Um, part of the reason we didn't do this podcast last month wasn't because we're getting sick and weary of the whole thing. Well, it's that. Yeah. But also, Tom moved to this lovely new abode, and I went on holiday. I first went to Scotland yeah. to um, Loch Lomond uh-huh. and saw the Free Sisters and stuff. Amazing countryside. I definitely want to start checking out more of Scotland. Who's Sisters, like? you got family <laughs> up there? Free Sisters of the Mountains. <gasps> oh, there's the mountains in Glen something or other. Because uh-huh. we paid for this tour. There was only four on this tour. And mm-hmm. this guy was in a kilt. He subjected himself to me and Louise to um, bagpipes and drove her around showing my waterfalls and the landscape of Scotland. So it was Glen. Glen was the one who was playing the bagpipes? No, I'm trying to remember where the three sisters are. Glen something or other. So it was the sisters. So they were playing the bagpipes. Glen sisters. Do you see what I'm doing? I can see it's going to be a long day. <laughs> Luckily enough, I'm drinking. Do you see what I was doing there? Yes. Yeah. 
because I, I was late to the party though. But I was, you know, what I was like, but then you went to Croatia. I did, yes. I believe you have been to Croatia. Indeed. So we've now uh, been to the same country mm-hmm. outside of the country that we're in now. Yeah. So that's an interesting statistic. Is it? Yeah. Is that the only holiday we sh- destination we share? Um, we've both been to. You've been to South Shields. Yeah, mm-hmm. that counts. Um, yeah, I think abroad. Abroad. Have you? Where else have you been? Too many places to list. Let's just for, talk about Croatia. <laughs> yeah. I uh, actually, I brought, as is the tra- tradition with this podcast, I always seem to bring back a beer, don't we? Oh, I've got a little beer for you. Fucking get in. Is that the only reason you wanted to talk about that's it? That's exactly why. Oh, that's a funny looking bottle. Oh, I'm going to stick that cap on my shoe and pretend I'm brass. Flensburger gold. Flensburger. It's mild and fresh. I assume that means fresh. Now, have they misspelled fresh? Oh, is that deliberate? Flensburger. That looks, what a lovely, lovely bottle. 501 pence. That can't be right. Eh? Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I don't know what that means. It looks like a recycling sort of thing. Oh, thanks, mate. No bother, dude. You absolute we angel. We seem to... One more away, get a beer for each other. Premium quality... 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 Premium quality... Celt. 1888. I feel like I'm butchering the language. You could maybe, if you wanted to keep the bottle, put a candle in the top. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, why not, eh? In your lovely new house. Why you got a grotty bottle with a candle and had to do it? Because Ross Ross seemed to want us to do it. Uh, He's just been all all weird about this bottle of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Send us a picture on WhatsApp. Oh, God. Oh, lovely. Oh, great. I I, I loved Croatia. I thought it was a beautiful country. Me too. And I would go back. Yes, uh, split is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were thinking, which is the middle. Yep. We were thinking because we were down the bottom end, the uh-huh. end. Because <laughs> um, well, the fanny end. Yeah. For well, the Americans, aye, the fanny or the arse. Because uh, Jabodnik. Yep. That's where some of Game of Thrones is filmed and stuff. Dee, 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 dee. That's not Game of Thrones, is it? That no. was uh, how's Game of Thrones go again? Ding 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 um, there was technically eight row away. There was seven people. Right. But one of the pe- people <gasps> was pregnant. Oh, so they were inside. Ah, that's yeah. clever. That's how you get a free holiday. So eight humanoids. Eight humanoids. You get a free holiday. If you're in a, in someone's belly. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's quite a loophole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. We went to uh, Istria, which was the top end. That's ah. the, the peninsula, mm-hmm. which is like a triangle, and it's got lots of wine and stuff. Nice. I had really some nice. of the local wine. Yes, it was the cheapest on the um, <laughs> menu. <laughs> yeah. but it was delish. It was delish, and of course, they did very well in the World Cup last uh, last year. They did, yeah. Yeah, got the final in that. Isn't the sea beautiful there? Oh, like the um, the um, Adriatic Sea. Is it Adriatic? I believe so. I, I pulled it is, that yeah. out of there. I know, out of the mind vault. 
because I actually was getting. I'm a terrible swimmer. Me too. But um, Liam, who we went on holiday with, was giving us some tips about like um, just just floating. Uh-huh. It, was, it was helpful, and uh, the sea was just amazing. There was mm. sea urchins everywhere, and that. Mm. I mean, it was just red hot as well, and the architecture. It's old worldy, isn't it? So Jabobnik's got the like, just the big walls and stuff are just the breathtaking. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful area. So were they trying to like, uh, were they asking you for change, spare change? Got any spare change, sir? Would you like me to polish your shoes? Uh, you got any cutter? Yeah, <laughs> cutter. Me hardly. Oh no, that's street urchins. Ah, uh, uh, sorry. It made a, an error. Actually, uh. I saw no beggars. It in um. No. No. No, no. I don't know if I did. The spookiest beggars I've ever seen were in Prague where they, they kneel, like they're praying, and they don't say a word. Right. But when you go next to them, they'll they'll push the cup out a little bit. Is that a euphemism? No. Would you like to push me cup? I don't... <sighs> um, yeah, no, I, I, didn't, I don't believe I, I saw any either. But yes, wonderful place. <laughs> Shall we move on to talk about some a little bit of E3? Aye, definitely. Yeah, because yes. in the past we've spent like an entire part of an episode talking about it, but fuck it, I can't be bothered. So there was just like a, a few things to discuss. Uh, I've got just a couple of things. Me too. Uh, shall I start? Yes. Xbox Scarlet. So apparently it's four times more powerful than Xbox One X. It's capable of 8K. Like, we need that. Uh, it's got a solid state drive and apparently it's launching next year. So that's another expense for people. It's getting crazy. We've we actually seen that was going to happen. Yep. The steppy stone consoles, mm-hmm. the half iterations, it's going to just get very like a mobile phone, which yeah. is something we said very early on in this podcast. So yet again, we are right more times than we're wrong. Yeah. Are we? Not sure about that. Uh, we're all wrong a hell of a lot. <laughs> of times. Uh, what would you like to mention? Well, the weird thing is, is uh, PlayStation didn't turn up to E3. Uh, I know, Sony didn't go at all, so which been, is interesting. Well, one year, Nintendo didn't go, mm. which is a bit naff. Well, Nintendo only had booths this year. They didn't do a, a show or anything. Mm. It was Microsoft were the only ones that actually did a proper show. Um, just, I mean, I've dipped into some of the games, so uh, I've, I've wrote down four games I'm interested in. Yep. Uh, Gods and Monsters. Right. It's by the people who made Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh. And uh, it's a storybook adventure about uh, a, a hero on a quest to save Greek gods. Oh. So it's Greek mythology. I uh-huh. kind of like that sort of stuff. Um, Outer World, which is oh yes, by the makers of New Vegas. I didn't like the trailer because mm-hmm. it looks really ropey. Mm-hmm. But um, some of the tongue-in-cheek humor I've heard that per- permeates through the actual... Um, game itself is kind of bringing us back on side slightly uh-huh. um, 
Uh, uh, actually, there's another game I haven't wrote down. Control. I'm still interested in that. Oh yes, uh, that's interesting. That's from Quantum Break, isn't it? The people who make Quantum Break. Uh, Hollow Knight, Silk Song. I really like the old Hollow Knight, so it's just more the same. Mm-hmm. And even though it's got a really like unfortunate name, Elder Ring. <laughs> I'm the... interested in seeing what the Elder Ring looks <laughs> like. Is that George R. R. Martin's Elder Ring? And for... <laughs> His elderly I, ring. I do not have any wish to see his elderly ring. Would you like to see my elderly ring? He's not Australian, is he? No. Where is he from? US. Uh, America. Uh, yeah, so you go, would you like to see my elderly ring? That was one of the worst US accents I've ever done. I wouldn't, well, not saying something. I wouldn't <laughs> want to see his elderly <laughs> ring. But um, yeah, it's from software, but I believe it's, uh, is it an MMO? I think so, yeah. I think it's a massive multiplayer online shenanigans. Aye. Yeah. So, might be interesting. Keep an eye on that one, listener. I got a bit excited by the cheeky Keanu Reeves uh, reveal. Mm-hmm. So, Keanu just uh, wandered onto stage after being revealed at the end of the, the Cyberpunk 2077 trailer. So, he... He's like plays a quite a massive part in the, the whole game. I think he's got this the most lines in the whole game after like the protagonist protagonist that you play. Oh god, because um I'm gonna get something out of the way quite early. I'm not a fan of Keanu Reeves. Well he's a terrible actor, if that's what you mean. He's a terrible yeah. And considering that's why like that's what he's known as. Mm-hmm. That's his job. That's like saying to me, I'm a crap. Like, what am I known for? This podcast, perhaps? And I'm crap at it. You witticisms? Yeah, I'm starting to now realise. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on now. Who said that? Who said that? You tell me who you said last that. last week. Oh, yeah, sorry, mate. <sighs> <laughs> little wine break. So, yeah, uh, it's coming April 2020. So he came on the stage and he did the whole, you're breathtaking thing which became a massive meme and everyone fucking loved it i'm getting except bored except ross ross myself didn't yeah. like it <laughs> i'm getting a bit bored of reddit the reddit hive mind and and how the everyone just fucking goes on and stuff like that i love the content that's on reddit but i just every time i look at the comments it's getting as bad as fucking youtube and stuff oh people just thinking that they're clever but yeah i saw so keanu reeves is in it interesting actually i heard about watchdogs the new one of that that sounds very interesting as well, doesn't it? Tell me about it. Is it set in London? It's set in London, but it's set in the future, so it's got a bit of a connection with cyberpunk. Right. Um, but you can you can be anybody in the game. Oh. And everyone has their own um, faults. Like, I, I listened to a podcast about it where they were talking about like how you get given people at random. They're randomly generated. So you can be an old woman or something. Right. And... Um, they can die, so it's permadeath and stuff. Uh-huh. But you can go into different bodies and stuff. It sounds very interesting. But I just, I seem to think it's very similar to Cyberpunk because it's doing the whole open world, slightly um, science fiction vibe. Mm-hmm. But um, I am I am looking forward to Cyberpunk when it actually comes out. But it'll be interesting to see how close it is to all the hype. Yeah. Uh, still a bit of time, isn't there? Um what a nine ten months or something like that is that the game that's also coming on two blu-rays is it jesus i i think it's that one or it might actually be final fantasy ah final fantasy 7 it's coming out on xbox i didn't realize it's coming out on xbox have you heard about it though 
It, it's coming out. It's episodic. Yes. And, uh, so it's the first one's actually just the first disc or of the original game. Yeah. So the f- original game was four discs long. Uh-huh. So yeah. I think you're only in Midgar. So if you remember back to when we played Final Fantasy, when yeah. you leave Midgar for the first time, yeah, I believe that's all this game's going to be. The thing is, they're going to come out every couple of um, years. Fuck that. Par- I'm not. You're a fucking mug if you buy that. Like you're I, an absolute mug. Ah. The weird thing is, is everybody's going on about how good the combat is, because it's not turn based. It's a, it's a com, it's a combination of the two. You can't uh-huh. do turn based, and you can't do this. Blah blah blah. The problem is, is I know that storyline so well. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I feel like I do. I, it was one of the first games that really grabbed us emotionally. I feel like I'm only going to have disappointments if I go back. Yeah. Um. I, I will. I would only get it once everything's released. Like, there's absolutely no way I would be buying one episode of it and then waiting for the next one to come out only to find out it never comes out or something like that. Like, just fuck that. I, I get no why way. You, it would be a real big piss take. Like, half like, life. Uh, yeah. The thing is, is the first one, the first episode, is going to be on two. That is for definite two Blu-rays. Jesus. So the size of these games are that's fucking that's outrageous. Just crazy. Which comes back to like the new Xbox. Like how big is the hard drive going to be on this? Because they're going to have to well, be much, much bigger than they actually are now. I mean, I obviously got the four terabyte external one eventually. I, I just had to bite the bullet and get that. I hate really. the way that's a thing. It happened with the 360 it's as just, well. Though. It, it has to be the way. I mean, the, the but the thing is, it's a solid state drive as well, apparently. So... Like everything's going to run much faster off it. So if mm-hmm. that's not big enough to have, it's going to have to be like five terabytes or something like that, just straight away. But I, I don't even know if that's possible. The only problem with the solid bomb. state stuff is the aura is more expensive than the old school hard drives. So uh-huh. like, if you did, if it wasn't up to task and it was not big enough, uh-huh. and you wanted to buy one down the line, you're going to have a massive big expense. Yeah. But there might be hope in that streaming. Yeah. Might be a thing by then, yeah. but I mean. Your internet might be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Tom's got a really fast internet connection. Mine certainly won't. Yeah. I haven't got a bit fast internet <laughs> connection. Well, well, it'll all come out in the wash, won't it? That's the thing about it. It'll all come out in the wash. Yeah, or well, I, might, I might be at a point where I just say, listen, I tap out on the like next generation of consoles and I'm just mm-hmm. going to get a PC and play indie games because that's what I'm finding most of my time goes at the minute. Yeah. Oh, well. Fuck it. It's not that I'm on a podcast talking about games or anything. <laughs> Whoops. Speaking of games, let's talk about some more games. Uh, Predator game. Would, oh, you like, yeah. would you like to play a Predator game? I don't know. That's like the Predator. You're an ugly son of a... I can't yeah. remember how he talked. Yeah. Who? Arnie. <laughs> Does that sound like I'm laughing? I don't know. Mm, a little bit. I'm not really asked in the like. I quite like the idea of the game, uh-huh. but then when you chip some of the like a little bit more off, mm. you realise it's by the people who made a broken game in the past. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Yeah. This game's actually going to have to have more. Like it can't be as broken as Friday the Thirteenth for a new for a few reasons. For starters, the Predator's meant to be a badass killer machine. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Jason is, but he's meant to be slow and mm. plodding. Well, he's going to have to be able to scale trees. It's going to have to be a massively dynamic environment. It's going to have to look beautiful. Like the Every bit of foliage is going to have to be dynamic and, and react to you moving through it and stuff like that. Otherwise, it's going to be 
it's going to look like a fucking PlayStation 2 game or something like that. I, I, I like the idea as well of like, you're just a team yeah. that's going out to do a mission, but then the Predator like gets involved. Uh-huh. But the problem is that's only going to work for like a little bit before people just realize, fuck the actual mission. Uh-huh. We're going to have to look out for the Predator, who's mm-hmm. the main problem. I think it's a good idea, but I just don't think the people who are making it are up to task. No. I think it might be a PlayStation exclusive as well. I won't be buying it, so... Well, then I'll never see it. So... It surprised me it's PlayStation exclusive. Mm. It's got all of the official licensing, so it's got the music and sound effects and everything, but... You can't um, play as Dutch, though. Ain't got time to bleed. Guacamole. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I played through that. <laughs> I was just uh, I played through that. Um, I did the second one's really good. And I got the first one for like two quid. Huh? It's a Metroidvania. Hey! So I need some time. I, I need some time off these games. Because right. um, when I was playing, I was like enjoying it. But for starters, it was a lot easier than a lot of the ones I've played. Uh-huh. So I, br- I, I, I breezed through it. I did quite like the art style. The art style was a bit like um, some of the Adult Swim type of like um, stuff. Uh-huh. I, I can't quite think of the cartoons but it, it had that kind of vibe mm-hmm. um, it had a bit of a tongue in cheek it was fast it was fun it had all the the usual like upgrades that you get in them sort of games mm-hmm. so I'm thinking maybe the second one might have more to it but uh, I need a break from these sort of games at the minute I think right. which is a shame because there's a new game come out that's meant to be the spiritual successor to um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night right it's a it's it's quite expensive actually. I think it's thirty five quid. I think it's called Bloodstain. Might be wrong. Right. I would have got Bloodstain on a new vein. That's good. Yeah, I think that's might be an uncle song. Not sure. I I would have got I would have got it, but I just need a break from them games. So um, yeah, it was all right. I was off on the sick for a week, so I actually finished it in a week. Wow. Yeah. You got, you got those skills, boy. I set myself a challenge of finishing a game a month. Right. So it was kind of a relief mm-hmm. because um, I knew I'd got that out of the way. I'd been playing Undertale as well. Oh, yes. Which everyone says is good. It's like an indie game that tops the charts of like um, indie games to check out. Uh-huh. It's, ma- it's made by one person. Right. With a little help, I think, from other people for the music and stuff. It's so like a eight bit RPG with um, a bullet hell kind of mechanic on the on the turn based uh, fighting mechanics. I was a bit underwhelmed by it. I, I could I could see what they were doing, like the ending. There was other way. I think I I got the bad ending. Um, there was other ways to play it, but in the end, I, I will not be going back to it. Right. I only bought it for cheap, but um, he's made something new, and I can't remember what it's called. I don't think I've written it down, but I'll make I'll make a noise. No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next time you could update us on that. Yeah, I think his new one's going to be episodic. Oh. But still have the eight bit like style to it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Tetris Royale. Yeah. It's coming to mobile. What are your thoughts on that? Um, the problem with mobile is always going to be the controls. Yeah. Always. Yep, 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 yep. Um I think if it's if they get around that, it might be pretty cool. It'll be very addictive, potentially. 
I mean, I've no idea when it's going to come out. It might be years away. Who knows? But uh, I'll give it a little cheeky blast. I'll give it a cheeky little, cheeky little fucking blast. Tevis blast. Do you think it'll be free? Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be free, and they'll they'll cover it in fucking in our purchases and stuff, skins and shit like that, probably. But um, I mean, I I never play games. Well, I never play games, but I never play, play games on my phone. So it'll be a case of giving it a gun and then going, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh. Speaking of oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What what about Sonic Mania? Um, just like telling all of our dear listeners and you, Tom, that I don't really like Keanu Reeves. All right, yeah. I've got to say something about Sonic. Okay. I just do not like Sonic games. Right. I've come to this realization that I just do not like the design of them at all. Can I ask you a question on behalf of all of the listeners? Mm-hmm. What's your fucking problem like? So Sonic's built around speed, yeah. But you know when you do yes. well on Sonic, yeah? Yeah. You don't hardly control Sonic That's at all. That's very true. That's so very then true. when it slows down, like people think about bad game, bad levels in games uh-huh. and bad water levels, for instance, or as people mention Sonic. Just think about the times when Sonic slows down the game. Uh-huh. It's just hard to control and annoying. Yeah. Now I appreciate that they just I just don't like them. I don't like the design of the games. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, Sonic Mania is meant to be a fantastic game. What, it, what I learned about this after the fact, apparently it was a modern community made... So there's loads of mods for Sonic. Yeah. Uh, Sonic 2 had loads of stuff code built in that like the modern communities used and like made their own like versions of, of the 8-bit, st- uh, the 16-bit style. Uh-huh. And I believe the guy who was making Sonic Mania told Sega about it via Twitter. Right. And they brought him in on the fold and says, we'll help you make this game. This is what we'd like to say in it. So because of that, it's got an aesthetic that's quite like the satin. So it's right. got that pixel piece yeah, of the yeah, art yeah. to it. Um, some of the boss battles are interesting. Like one of the boss battles is um, Ro- Dr. Robotnik's re- real bean. Do you remember that? Um, oh, the- the sort of almost Tetrisy, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the boss battles is that, right? Which is fantastic. I think that's a, like a class idea. Also, a lot of the bonus levels are, are mixed mixtures of different games. So you've got the Sonic Two ones, right? You've got the Sonic One ones, which are fucking horrible. Oh god, with the doing doing fucking things Aye. where you, the the whole thing you twists and it's got that la 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 music. Well, that's another playing. thing I hate about Sonic. I hate. I hate the aesthetics. I hate the bright colours. Uh-huh. And I hate the... Um, like, I don't mind the first level. What's it? Green Hill Zone. Yeah. Which, that's a negative of this game. There's about six levels that are just game levels from other, yeah. other Sonic games. But just think of the um, pinball one level. Oh, yes. Yeah, which is... I think it's level two on Sonic 2. I liked Sonic... Oh, yeah. But I liked, I liked Sonic Pinball. What was it called? I think it was called Sonic Pinball. Yeah. It was like a standalone game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the pinball, it was like a casino. I don't know which Sonic it was. I think it is Sonic 2 because it yeah. has tails on it. But it's set in like a sort of Las Vegas, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. And I hate that, that colour palette. Mm. Yeah. I hate the music. It reminds me of being tired with a headache and bored. That's right. what it reminds me of. Mm. So anyway, I, I was playing through Sonic Mania and then I had that epiphany where I was like, it's all right to admit you don't like Sonic, Ross. Mm-hmm. I said to myself, 
<laughs> I took myself to, like, oh, fuck it, no. I took myself to one side. So you said it's meant to be a great game. I think what you mean is it's meant to be a great Sonic game. I, I, I mean, whereas I would not argue the point that it's a shit game. Yeah. It's just a game that's not for me. I mean, there's certain genres of games that me and you, Tom, share uh-huh. that we wouldn't really want to play. Yeah. And it's not that I think the shit games, it's just my interests do not lie in that. But Sonic fans would probably really like this, but that doesn't mean to say it's a great game. I think Sonic fans would love it. It yeah. was free on PS. Uh, the free thing. Oh, was it really? I've, I don't oh, know right. I'll have a free fun. game. Fuck it. Yeah, I didn't buy it. I think if I'd have bought it, I would have forced myself to play it for a while. Yeah. Speaking of free games, fuck it. Uh, I got Inside. Yeah. Uh, the game from Playdead, who made Limbo. Limbo, yeah. So it's very similar, a 2D sort of scrolly thing. And it's got similar aesthetic, but it's got like a bit more depth to it and stuff like mm. that, instead of you just being like a silhouette. And it's brilliant, like it's really fucking good. I'd heard it was excellent. It's, it's on my list of games to get, and I'm quite jealous that it was free on uh, Xbox yeah. because it hasn't been free on PlayStation. It's the first decent free game we've had in a while on Xbox. Like, I mean, you're getting gems like Sonic Mania, but um, <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it's really quite like shocking at times, and it takes a, a turn. I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but it takes a turn that I wasn't expecting. Uh, it, it like I don't know exactly what's going on in this universe it's setting, but it's like. There's something going on that's a bit like eerie and spooky, but yeah, it's really, really good. It's it's a really nice game, and I I played it for about like two or three hours straight. I couldn't put it down. It's uh, class made some that, good progress because I know sometimes when you first boot up a game, mm-hmm. it it's very rare that happens mm-hmm. in this day and age. It's because it's it's there's no settings to change, so you know straight away you start playing the game. It's like right, this is the game. I don't need to go into the settings and tweak me fucking me aim and stuff like that to make sure I'm actually doing uh, playing the game to the best of my ability mm. it's just there you go move to the right sometimes move to the left but mostly move to the right do a bit of a jump there you go work out this puzzle enjoy the aesthetic of it that's it really speaking of enjoying the aesthetic of it that's it really <laughs> another game that, that I got free a little while back that you've got now which I believe was also free The Witness yeah uh, um, Jonathan Blowjob <laughs> Uh, poor, mm, poor, poor guy. guy. <laughs> I um, I've got my hard drive and it's filling up with stuff that I've been downloading, which are free, and I've not been having to go off. So I set myself this challenge of playing thirty minutes of each game, and most of them I've just deleted after thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, but with the witness, I really enjoyed it. Initially, I was really uh, I liked the art style, I liked the puzzles, but it was something that. Simon. Yes. Friend of the podcast and uh, frequent uh, visitor. Yes. Has meet the left 4.0 yet, though. Oh, and yeah. I think he'll enjoy it. Well, there's a seat there. Just he's for got the guy. his space, yeah. Yeah, he's got his little spot. So he said something about, like, how it's it's difficult because you can go anywhere on the island. Yeah. So once you've done the first set of puzzles, it's difficult to know where to go next. Aha, uh-huh. yes. And I found that very disheartening. Right. Very disheartening. <laughs> we were very, very disappointed. <laughs> I was. To the point where I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to it. Wow. I did try for a while and I got on this little boat and I went around the island. Uh-huh. And I just didn't have a clue where to go next. I, I got my first achievement of the game, so I assume I'd done the first segment of it. Uh-huh. Like I, I, I set off a beam to this. Have you done that? No, I haven't even started it yet. Oh, sorry. 
No, oh, you've ruined the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just get so, me hand caught. So basically, podcast is finished. So basically, Ross has told me about the witness. You send off a beam to the, and that's completely ruined the game for me, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> because that yeah, was, that's the end. <laughs> I didn't want to know about that. I apologise for anyone else who hasn't played the game yet and hasn't got to the <laughs> bit where you send off a beam to them. It's a real shame. <laughs> I will. Uh, I've I was actually. I've overstepped the line. <laughs> I was thinking about playing it after Inside. Aye. Okay. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to carry no, on the joke, it, really. but I'm not going to now. No, no, I know no, the no, beam no, I'm, I'm still going to. No, it's just All right. to send off the beam to them. Speaking of other games mm-hmm. uh, that have with once existed and still exist, but. Uh, you've played yeah so segue. thanks very much uh june 2 yeah so as i've said earlier because of fucking love island there's times where i've just went upstairs to just kill don't come in yeah i went upstairs <laughs> to get away from love island Are you hoovering up there again <laughs> the hoover's always in that room but that's, that's for place. a separate He's got a Henry's got just this glazed expression, doesn't he? He's got the deadest of eyes. Oh, have you got you've probably got the pink one, haven't you? What's she called? Henrietta. I don't You've got Henrietta. <laughs> she doesn't suck like she used to, but tell me more about June 2. I'd been listening to a podcast that were talking about real time strategy games, and I thought to myself, you know, it's been a while since I played a real time strategy game. And why so we're talking about real time strategy games, they mentioned that June 2 would come out on the Mega Drive, which is crazy. That's what I played it on. Wow. Yeah. So I had it for the Mega, and I thought, like, it's a very odd game to think for a Mega Drive. Didn't, didn't as I recall, uh, control very well, but I was, that's in, in hindsight, like, I, I didn't know any better. Yeah, so that's a problem with the game, because it's not the first ever type of real-time strategy game. There's a one that's on the Mega Drive, which is Called some something like Herzog something other. I can't remember its proper title. I mean, that's that, a shit name for something. It's got a weird name. That's why I can't re- remember it. Yeah. Um. It's like I think it's a. It's a strategy game, but you don't have the base build and stuff. It doesn't have all of the elements to it. Right. But the real first proper real time strategy game that like Command and Conquer, uh, Warcraft, um, Starcraft. All of them games kind of... Ruse. Ruse, yeah. Deserves a mention. All those games that like took from yeah. that. Do you remember in the 90s, there was loads of real-time strategy games. Oh, yeah, there? yeah. On the PlayStation, I was playing them. Like, uh-huh. the, probably one of the worst platforms to play this yeah, type yeah. of games. But you could get a mouse for the PlayStation. I did have the mouse, yeah. yeah. So, like, a lot of these games d- directly used Dune 2 as a launch pad. So when you go back to a game like that, uh-huh. you notice some like papa things that needed to be improved upon. Uh-huh. One thing, for instance, is there's quite a ridiculous vehicle cap in the game, which is the power of the machine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you actually are churning out all these vehicles, there's no way to highlight them all. You have no. to highlight them one at a time. Yeah. And it's very laborious. Another thing that's laborious is... There's no way of telling like how damaged your um any of your um units. Not your units, your well I your units and more importantly your buildings. Y- your buildings are just by looking at them. Right. You know, there would be a bit of smoke on yeah, Command yeah, yeah, and yeah. Conquer. There's nothing like that. 
which can be frustrating. Secondly, the AI is terrible. Right. I, I went on a website and it, it told you the, the things that the AI does. It will always attack at a certain point. Right. And dribs and drabs, yada, yada, yada. Having said all of that, <laughs> yesterday I spent so much time playing it because I want to finish it. I want to finish it with the, the Harkonnen, which is the baddies. Yeah. I'm at the last level now. And I have a, I have a, um, a strategy that seems to work all the time. It's a bit laborious, but it works. But there's something about the Jew mythology that I'm a right sucker for, and I think it's a it's a perfect game to do a real time strategy game. It's got the spice, so that's your like the, the the stuff you should be harvesting. Yeah, the fact it's set on like a desolate like planet like Arrakis, where you have to like. You have to build your stuff on the rock, uh, but on the worms. S- yeah, on the sand. There's worms. Did you know yeah. you can blow? You can kill the worms. Oh no, I didn't know that. I knew if you stayed still for too long, they'd come up and destroy, like eat your vehicles and stuff. Well, one of the later versions I played on a PC many years ago, they had these little fumba things, which I believe turn up oh, in the yeah, film, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you would put them in to, uh, to take the worms away from. But I just think there's something about the game that transcends its. It's poor like design choices, which I think in a way the the game developers didn't know that like this genre would carry on yeah. and would come up with ideas for like I mean some of the later Command and Conquerors you can make different unit uh, you can multi select loads of units yeah, yeah. and you can have two or three on the go you can do that on uh, the console and so. you can make like battalions almost so yeah can, yeah they worked a lot on. Um, on later versions, later iterations, especially on consoles, anyway, to make the joypad actually user friendly, like, and you even down to like acceleration on the, the actual joystick, so you moved and it would get faster and faster and stuff like that as you moved through the landscape. So they did loads of work, mm. um, but it's still not. It'll never be as as user friendly as a mouse, but it'll also, I think, the perfect way to play an RTS game which is something that was never around even then, even when the mouse was superior or touchscreen. So I'd love to... I would I would like to have an iPad or a gaming Surface sort of thing exclusive, exclusively for RTS games, because like, mm-hmm. it's just... It's perfect. Almost like having a war table. Yeah. Like a, a, a cocktail cabinet thing where it's all just a fucking... Imagine that. Imagine like a, a Command & Conquer game, which is a massive big cocktail cabinet in front of you, and I can't see what's on yours somehow... Maybe it's just the way that the the thingy's slanted the inside legs, of it. Uh, yeah. So so from your side, you, it looks like all of my uh, stuff is under an iron curtain sort of thing, and yours to me is under an iron curtain. You could like, even wear glasses that like oh there you go there's the take answer. out a color. Yep, there it is. That would be fucking sweet. That wouldn't it? That and you're just tapping, this is amazing. just tapping away like a game of chess, but interact with digital sort of fucking. Yeah. There you go. We've just created a new game. Shall we just do it? <laughs> Instead of we're fucking coming up with these mint ideas, should we just do it? Yeah. If that comes out in the next couple of weeks, I know that someone who's listening to this podcast is putting, taking all of our ideas. Well, really, where are these digital board games? Where are they? Because you don't have them, do you? Because these days you've got the technology to have just a big, a big um, board, like Mm -hmm. like a a massive iPad or whatever, a tablet, but it's, it's exclusively for like chess or something like that. Yeah. Or it's, it it you know how you used to get those compendiums. And it was like a, a board and you'd flip it over, it would have another game on your side, like Ludo or Snakes yeah, and yeah. Ladders. But you had all the pieces together and you'd inevitably lose half of your pieces. Just a fucking big glass um, pad mm-hmm. uh, and you just, along the side, you, you just choose all the different games and it's all just digitised. Fuck it. There you can. 
What's the problem? Well, do you know in uh, one of the Black Mirrors, in the back, and now we're probably going to be talking a little bit like this later on. That's a future tech thing that I want to have, what I've just mentioned there, okay? So, for right. the next episode, so remember. <laughs> well, you know how in one of the Black Mirrors, the Fighting Viper one, the, one of the characters had a, um, he had a pinball machine. Oh, where yes, I. He could reset the tables. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. what you're describing is kind of similar to that. yeah. That's where I got it from. <laughs> no, but that's um, that, that was something that when I was watching Black Mirror, which we'll talk about in the next episode. Next part is uh, is what I mentioned, the, the pinball thingies look proper sweet as fuck. But we'll get to that. There's a reason, just a little teaser, listener, for you to stick around for part two. There is a reason why we want to talk about future tech. Um, and you'll, 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 you'll hear why we want to specifically come up with our own ideas for future tech. Um after watching Black Mirror, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. So stick around for that. But June 2, was there anything else about June 2 in particular about that game that you wanted to mention specifically on this podcast? Um, other than, I think everyone should give it a whirl. Yeah. Because I'll tell you something, the real-time strategy games, as they've evolved, especially with the like the tree, the, um, you know how every RTS has it, like you have to build... Say I want to build this type of factory yes. or this type of unit. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to go through all this rigmarole. Like a technology centre just to get like a flamer tank or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hand of Nod. It's really e- nice callback. That's, I love the flame tank with the hand of Nod. Mm. Is it hand or finger of Nod? Is it finger of Nod? The, or the hand of Nod is the barracks, isn't it? Is it? Uh, you build a hand of Nod. And Nod? And then you can make your troops. But then the finger of Nod uh. is the little... Uh, the outpost thing that shoots single oh, lasers, which was awesome, Zoom. because uh, far ha- too overpowered. It was the nod, but then them compared to who was the the, the GDI? They were totally overpowered. They had the, the mammoth, mammoth tanks, tank. which mammoth was just like <laughs> the. See, oh, sorry, we're getting segued here, but uh, we should do an RTS special, shouldn't we? Really? We should, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, I I might I should save this for the RTS special, but. On Command and Conquer, they had an idea of like rock, pa- paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. So ridiculously enough, like a tank that fires artillery was not good against a human. <laughs> like a missile launcher. I because the human could manage to evade the the artillery. Yeah. Machine guns cut down the artillery or flame. Uh-huh. So that's why rocket launcher guys were badass against normal tanks. Uh-huh. All except the mammoth tank. Because mm-hmm. it had that rockets that, and machine guns. Yes, uh, yeah, so yeah. it was good against air unit. It was just too good. Yeah. And then the Nods tanks were just these little baby things. Uh, they were proper shit. They were terrible? Yeah. Well, I don't know what was um, what was the Nods proper, like, most fear- fearsome weapon. I think was that the finger air unit thing. Or, yeah. <laughs> so you just sat and wait. Sat and wait for them to attack. I used to build a big long line of like um, <laughs> rubbishy buildings yeah, just to get, to get a close enough yeah. to that the enemy that, base. And yeah, just build a finger. That's right. You just build the silos. Just build loads of silos <laughs> and then just <laughs> have an outpost in the middle of nowhere. Actually, I'll tell you an anecdote about. Uh, so June two, right? One level of June two. I was on it for two and a half hours. Now, if you imagine back in the day, there was no save states. Yeah. So that's two and a half hours that you had to leave your machine on. Yeah. You probably think, fucking hell, how was that even a thing? 
fast forward to the PlayStation, it was still a thing on the PlayStation. Uh-huh. There's no way you could save in game on the PlayStation. So one of the first games I got with the PlayStation was called uh, Command and Conquer. Yeah, the original one. It's me not too. Me, actually, me it's too. not my favorite one. Red Alert's better. Uh, yeah, I did actually prefer Command and Conquer to Red Alert. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Really, put um, Red Alert for the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I prefer. I just preferred the aesthetic of Command uh, and Conquer to the because Red Alert was a bit more not cartoony, but it was kind of it, it didn't take itself as seriously as Command and Conquer. Agreed. Normal I, Command and Conquer. The reason I was took back by that is there was a lot of things that they put into Command uh, Red Alert yeah, that was uh, much better. Like you could yeah. assign different. Um, battalions uh-huh. you could use the mouse for instance you it was a lot well quicker and, uh, i wasn't so bothered about like the dogs and stuff but it I was the soviets wasn't it against the... It was the soviets versus the gt gdi again or was it the allies or something perhaps like that. yeah i mean there were yeah it's uh tough to say i but think i had more red alert games like in the red alert universe like retaliation and stuff like that i because I, I had that one as well and i did the um command and conquer ones so and Anyway, the reason I bring this up is in June 2, yeah, that's how long the, the missions are. But Command & Conquer was no different on the PlayStation. And I remember the eve of starting a new job. I had a new job the next day. And in all truth, I couldn't, I didn't really want to go. Mm. And I thought, like, it's going to take away all my time and stuff like this. So I had an idea that if I played Command & Conquer, the very last mission, uh-huh. I'd have to, like, play it without turning off the machine and that. And a lot of the times you would just sit there. You wouldn't dare leave your play, PlayStation by itself because it might crash or something. Yeah. So I finished that and it took seven hours, the last mission. Jesus. Needless to say, work the next day was just like me thinking, well, I haven't got anything better to do. I just <laughs> spent seven hours yesterday playing <laughs> Command & Conquer. Fuck me. So is there anything else you want to say about June 2? No, but I think there's a June series coming there. Is there? Um... Say like Amazon Prime or something oh, like that. Oh, interesting. But is there anything else you want to say about June 2, the game? Every time you ask me that, it makes me think, yeah, there is. There is, yeah. I could talk about June 2 for a fucking no, entire podcast. But I'm probing I love you. it. I'm probing you because there's something in particular you wanted to mention. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm not normally a fan of the Mega Drive sound chip. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the music in the game is that kind of like upbeat kind of raucous that the Mega Drive is more famous for mm-hmm. but the title track yeah the like theme mm-hmm. when I booted it up if it's a little atmospheric like oh I loved it how's it gone like, I'm not gonna hum it listen to this tune that is class what a fucking belt tune that is I would try and learn on the guitar but you know it's been a while since we've done that isn't it just drop one of them man. yeah it's been a while I might do that in future just to make <sighs> yeah, it more please do make the producer have more work to do <sighs> a couple more games I want to mention uh, Hunt Showdown 
That's an early access. Okay. Uh, it ends in 20, 20th of August. Goes, uh, I think it's 20th of August. Goes uh, to 1.0, proper release. Have you heard anything about this? No. So no. it's kind of like a an Evolve concept, but it's sort of a mini Battle Royale as well. So you all start in a, on a map and you've got to work your way through this map and you've got to um, collect these clues and the clues lead you to a big monster thing on the map and that's your bounty. Okay. So if you kill, you find it, you kill it, claim your bounty and then escape the map with your bounty and bully for you uh-huh. but there's other people in the map who are also trying to get the the bounty so they're also going to try and kill you as well as the monster and there's also lots of other little monsters around the map little ones like zombies and shit like that and other spooky things and it's set in 1890 something so it's all like western kind of old weaponry and things like that uh-huh. it's pretty cool it's by crisis uh-huh. uh, it's first person and it's quite cool. Looks looks nice. Good lighting and stuff like that, which they're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got that, and I've been having a blast, and it's pretty cool. It holds up quite well, even it's though it's early access. It's alright. Like, oh, got nice. a lot of work to do, but yeah, it's nice. I like it. Wreckfest. Remember, I was telling you about that a while back. I, the... I had breakfast this morning. <laughs> Did you have a croissant? <laughs> uh, the guys who made, you know, the one that we used to play all the fucking time. Uh, what was it called? Flat out. Ah, yeah. So it's those guys. They made um, it was called uh, another uh, next car game. It was more of like a, a sort of tech demo showing off the destruction they'd made this destruction engine. But Wreckfest is like the game that they've made off the back of that, and it's like destruction derby sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's coming to consoles in August. It was supposed to come out last November, so I'm excited about that. Did they make the the flat out that came out just a while ago then, or did they not? Because that was. Generally not well received. Uh, I'm not sure. Michelle, that wasn't Wreckfest. No, no. What, flat out one. Yeah. I'm not sure. But speaking of flat out, I'm not sure. Have you seen that Harry Potter Pokemon shite? I haven't, no. Some sort of wizard game where you've got to go around and collect things. Basically, uh, JK fucking money. Need, need <laughs> more money. Need more money. Give me more money. <laughs> Do you think she's a dragon? Yeah, uh, yeah, she just sits on her gold and goes, mm, Harry Potter. I mean, uh, apologies if anyone likes Harry Potter. Everyone likes Harry Potter. Well, apologies to everyone then. But it feels like it's just ripping off like about three different sources uh-huh. and then not adding anything new to the table. So you're talking about Harry Potter there? Yeah. Or are you talking about this game in, in particular? I haven't seen because this Because you game. could have described both there. All right, smashing. So you were describing Harry Potter. Is Harry Harry should have been black? Apparently, she said. Oh, she's backtracked so many times. She's brought one of the characters back from the dead. She's made one character gay. It was her. her what's her name? Hymen, uh, Hermione, Hermione, Hermione. <laughs> she apparently she she went. Oh yeah, no, I, I never I never specified what race she was so, because there was a uh, a black woman playing out in a play. Uh, or something like that, I think. And, and there was loads of uproar going, oh, man, you can't do that. You can't change it. It's set in stone. And uh, <laughs> she goes, I'm J.K. Rowling, yeah. you bitches. I can do whatever the fuck I <laughs> do like. Do you know who I am? She's a wizard. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan, personally speaking. Nah. I'm not even going to apologise to people who are, because why would I do that? I'm allowed to have an opinion. My niece has got obsessed with Pokemon recently. Pokemon's cool as fuck. That's fine. <laughs> They don't beat people try. Apparently the new Pokemon game, though, is a bit of a disgrace. Well, she's been playing Smash Brothers and I've been playing it with her. Mm-hmm. First time I've played the game and it is a bit difficult to get your head around to start with. All the percentages and stuff like that, I didn't get it. 
And I'd like to say, so here's a good thing, right? On the Switch, you have the two Joy-Cons that go together, yeah? Mm-hmm. So you can play it individually, two player, just with one Joy-Con. You're uh-huh. so, you're, the left, one person has the left. Yep. You, know, you hold it up. But and I'm sorry if this offends anybody who likes Nintendo, but why did they make it so hard on that game? Uh-huh. You have to go out in the menu, but there's no way of knowing this. Uh-huh. Other than I watched some like dodgy Mexican explaining how to do it. <laughs> I don't mean dodgy as in like Mexican boy number two. He, the way he filmed it was like half ass, but it was yeah. the best video and it was a godsend. <laughs> when yeah. my niece was gone, how do you not know how to get this to work? And I kept doing the same fucking thing over and over again in game. Yeah. Then I realized you had to go out into the menus and then tell the console not to recognize it standing up, yeah. but going the other way. Right. It doesn't tell you that at all in the game. Uh-huh. And it, all the time I try, tried like testing it, it wouldn't tell us why. Yeah. Pissed me off. <laughs> Pissed me off big style. Speaking of the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Another segue. Switch Lite. Yes, I've I seen that because I, I needed a bit of help understand that. So it's essentially just handheld. Just a handheld version of the Switch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Nintendo always go back to. And they realise that the, that the handheld stuff is like what they're, they're best at, really. I mean, oh, that's controversial, isn't it? But like the, they are the, the market leaders and they have been for a long time in the handheld market. Well, no I one mean, else I... can really fucking touch them with that, as far as I'm concerned. I think it was the GameCube or one console that didn't do very well. And they were like, everyone was like, oh, they're going to have to start giving up the IPs. And yeah. then you realise how much money they'd be making. Oh, the, 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 either the Game Boy or the DS or the 3DS, whatever one was around that time. Yeah. And it was unbelievable yeah. how much they were just like... They you just could, You could have like the next three or four consoles fail and they'll still be fine. The, the Wii U was their second worst disaster after, I think, the Virtua Boy. Wow. But the Switch has been like just it is a good console, uh-huh. but it pisses us off. And I, I would get a Switch, you know, if I, if I had enough time in my life, yeah, to have another avenue to play games on, uh-huh. simply because there's games like my my friend Pedro. Have you seen about the like it's a bullet ballet game, right? Where you get egged on by a, a token banana, it's, yeah, okay. It it just seems cool. There's a lot of indie games that are just coming out on the Switch, right? And the PC, yeah. But the Switch is good because it's like you know I could go upstairs more and... accessible. Yeah. Uh, but Switch Lite handheld version of it, yeah, I'm sure it'll be really successful. But it just feels kind of like a bit of a I don't know, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean because if I had, if I was wanting to play Breath of Wild, which is another game I want to uh-huh. play, if I wanted to play that and I had a Switch Lite, I'd feel like I'd be missing out because I'd want to play that on a big screen. It's not going to look as good, is it? It can't possibly look as good on a little handheld device as it would in a big TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. Breath of the Wild 2, I think, has been announced, hasn't it? It has, which um, a lot of people are very excited about because Breath of the Wild 1 was like a lot of people's like 10 out of 10 game. But that's that Pokemon game as well that's been announced that's coming out, which is like a, the Pokemon game that they should have made a long, long time ago where you're kind of a 3D walking around and you collect them and then you battle them and stuff. I think oh, that's coming up. But yeah. apparently it looks absolutely terrible. Does it? Yeah. 
Like they haven't actually sort of done what they really should have done. But that remains to be seen. I did want to say that I've seen Spider-Man Far From Home. And that's all I really want to say. So do you want to... <laughs> what? Why is that? It's the new Spider-Man movie. Is there another one? God, yeah. how out of the loop am I? Well, the most interesting thing about it was Kelly decided that we were going to go and sit in the gallery thing in the Odeon. Oh, at the Centre. It's like you, it's like this. So you go upstairs and you go into this sort of suite, mm-hmm. and you get all the popcorn for free. Oh. Well, not for free. You get all the popcorn you could eat. You get this big thing of nachos, and you can get loads of fucking dips and stuff. You get this tray of Quality Street, which you can just pick at, and you get all the drinks you could possibly want, which is too much stuff. I, I, it's too much. I feel like you are becoming decadent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living a life of luxury. It's the gold. Um... Pinata, pinata, what, what pinata. that you've got over there. Yeah, we're gonna have a go at that on the break. Excellent. Um, Do I get to keep whatever's inside? Yeah, it's not your shit though, is it? <laughs> no, it's Kelly's. Oh. So don't know what to say. Then <laughs> you go, you get taken into the cinema, and you sit on these big sort of dual seats, which weren't very comfortable. You couldn't adjust them, and you were kind of sitting in a funny angle. Would you prefer to sit on top of a slave or something? Like yeah, so yeah. I made a complaint. <laughs> Made a complaint and they just gave us a free blowy, which I was like, yeah, okay then. Um, do I get to choose which of you gives it? And they were like, yes, sir. And I went, okay. I'll polish your shoe, Gavner. Yeah, and I just climaxed. I deliberately held the climax back until the very end of the film. Um, so, Jesus. Yeah. But speaking of... I was going to make a bad taste joke. Like, when you knew you were oh, going to blow it, like... did you run to the shops and get, like, loads of asparagus or something? <laughs> just start munching yeah, on that just in of... your faces, fucking... <laughs> sugar puffs and that. <laughs> speaking of sugar puffs, what's your Rocksmith challenge all about? Yeah, so um, a while back, <laughs> Ubisoft had a sale on. Unbelievable sale, I have I mentioned. Yeah. So I bought Rocksmith 2014, uh-huh. which was the one that was on my list of best Xbox games that I've owned. Uh-huh. So I got that. My problem was, oh, I need a cable. Well, luckily enough, the cable that I had still works. Okay. Started playing it. Realized the way it recommends is now the way you set up, your ideal setup, which is using the optic cable out the back of the PlayStation into like an amp, right, which okay. I do have an amp sitting downstairs. So I've finally done that as well because uh-huh. I was noticing quite a bit of lag. You have to buy the optical cable. Yeah, it wasn't too bad actually. It was like about eight or nine quid. Yeah. So I now play it like that. The sound quality is quite good. But today I've realised it's it's a weird experience with Rocksmith. One minute it works fine. There's no problems at all. Next time you're having problems. And my setup hasn't changed at mm. all. And the calibration thing, I, I go through that every time just to make sure. Anyway, uh, I've decided to try. I've got no platinums. Oh. So I've just, I, want, I looked at the achievements to see if there was no nonsensical one like um, play it in two player mm-hmm. or go online. There's none of that. They're all achievable. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and, and platinum it. At the minute, I've got 30% of the trophies. So I'll keep you as boringly posted with that. <laughs> I've noticed there's strengths and weaknesses to just learning on that. Uh-huh. So there's some good, there's some songs that really suit that style. Or maybe it's just me as a guitarist. But I feel... So one of the songs is um, Knocking on Heaven's Door by Dylan. As soon as the strumming technique comes in, 
obviously you want to up and down strum. Oh yeah. There's a problem with it reading. Oh yeah. There's a problem with it reading the like the notes when you upstroke. Oops. Uh, I, I, I had the misfortune of looking up as I said that to Tom. <laughs> he looked me dead in the eye, listener, and he said the word upstrum. So that's me. Uh, that's me challenge. I'm going to see if I can platinum it. I think it's it's doable. God, thank you, God, for this song that's called Black Magic on there. It's not black, <laughs> black sugar. No. Okay. It's not black sugar by Doctor Cran, <laughs> and it's not black magic by. Slayer. Is it Black Betty by Led Zeppelin? Most things are by Led Zeppelin. No, it's not Led Zeppelin, that band. I, I, I forget who, who made that, Black Betty. But Black Magic's by, I don't even know who made it, but essentially it's four chords played all the way through the song and the chords are only two string chords. Basically, I got it. There's an achievement for getting a platinum on the it. Dire Straits, like. Di- the Dire Straits, where they all got fucking RSI. No, that's um, status quo. Ah, yes. But status quo, they do. So they do that dink a dink a dink a dink a thing. Yeah. But they do that, they like fill on the neck. Oh. And you're stretching. Like you've got to do a chord, a power oh. chord, and yeah. then dink a dink a with your little, your little your finger. Little dinker. Your little dinker. <laughs> that must be crazy. Uh-huh. Like painful. But, um,. Anyway, God bless Black Magic because I got the platinum for uh, doing that like on like master level because uh-huh. it's piss easy. Right. A lot of I had a look at some achievements and some people are saying like, "Oh, to get that achievement, play Blistery Bob by the um, Blistery Bob, Blitzkrieg Bob." Oh. <laughs> Blistery Bob, that's a good Blistery name. Blistery Bob, Blistery Bob by. Um, the Ramones, uh-huh. but don't play it as the guitarist because you can play lead guitar, rhythm guitar, and bass. Uh-huh. Play it on the bass because it's just single string, right? Yeah, and it's piss easy. But I didn't do that. No, no, no. You, you're an I'm honest a, guy. I will have to go onto the bass because uh-huh. one of the um, one of the achievements is do all the bass techniques at least once. Will you slap by the bass? I learned how to slap bass on a guitar uh-huh. last time. Mm. So let's see how that works. But I'm hoping to not make any new music for the podcast. I'm sorry, listeners. So if you want to write a petition about that, good for you. Ever again? No, I, until I get the... Maybe get this achievement. Because I want to try and see if I've advanced. Right. I probably am break. I can see by Tom's... Yeah, heart my, heart, my heart's broken. Uh, because basically what Ross has done here is he announced to me and to the listeners that... Uh, that's the last ever. Uh, he's never ever writing a song for Connex ever again. Yeah, right? are you are you saying that I can't achieve the? Uh, that's what I'm implying. The platinum. <laughs> It'll be my first platinum. No, no, I'm joking. So, are you? But are you hoping to get this soon? Like, I think it's probably. Mm, I was thinking. There's a lot of kids online have said it takes three months. Wow. But well, I've already done it a month and a half. Ah. But sadly, one of the um, achievements is you have to hit these missions. Uh-huh. And every time you turn it on, it's got three missions and you work through them. One of the achievements is 250, I think, missions. Mm-hmm. And the other one's like 600. Wow. And I haven't even hit the 251 yet. So I'm starting to think... <sighs> well, 
No more music until Ross gets that, so that you heard it here first. Blame Love Island in a weird way, yeah. because it's hard to get on the guitar. when I, I blame Love Island for a lot of things, Ross. A lot of things. Especially that daily chub that I get when I see those big old ditties on the show. <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes, move on. Community challenge, Ross. Can eh, you... eh, 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 eh. I don't know. What that, that was means. nice. I liked it. That was sound like a squeaky bed. I know. I was meant to do like a, you know, like they did in um, yeah, peep show. Uh, meant to be the... That's no, better. Yeah. So we played Alien versus Pinball. So a pinball game, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so we wanted to play a pinball game because someone said pinball game. I think it might be my brother. And he didn't play. He didn't submit a score. So nice one. Um, <laughs> was it? I don't know who it was. Someone uh, was said it not pinball. you? But then you're going to blame it on the like, know, producer some, or something. Someone shit. wanted to play a pinball game. Was it but, the producer? I don't know. But we thought um, we're not speaking, me and the producer. No, we're not. We'll have, we fell out. I don't know if that's a good... 
good I'll, thing or bad thing? Yeah, I'll speak to you about it later. It's a bad thing. So he, he as in, uh, I don't know, uh, but we decided to play a pinball game and we thought it would be a good idea to play an Aliens game because that links to the last episode, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah, because that was an Alien special. That mammoth special. Did you all enjoy it, listener? You must have done because it got more listens than most of the podcasts. Oh, that's nice. So that's good. I think it's probably Simon, though. <laughs> um, so the sound effects were annoying and you couldn't lose use the airplane mode because as soon as you did it recognised the fact that you weren't online and it said you need to be online to play the game which is bullshit because it needs to sell you all these products and shit like that which is quite clever but twats what put me off playing the game a lot was a combination of that because it felt like every time you booted up was some sort of rigmarole uh, wasn't it rigmarole and like a lot of the times you know in pinball if I was playing it on like like if I was playing pinball dreams for the Mega or something, uh-huh. and I'd done shit on my first ball, mm-hmm. I would just deliberately like let them, yeah, yeah, so I could have a proper game. Uh-huh. But it was such a balling start on the game, uh, like it made you like have to like you have to watch a shit advert of some cartoon last dancing around and stuff like that. Pardon. Yeah. So scores. So we've got dead last the lifebath dot com dot net dot. Netscape mm-hmm. with 427,065 points. I don't think she really tried, <laughs> but she came last. <laughs> Alicia posted something. Yeah. Then we've got Big Dollar Rob. <laughs> Big Dollar Rob. I like that. <laughs> Fucking best name going. 1,325,570 points. They're quite difficult to say these scores. Aye. Could um, you not round like. Round no, up. Nah, I like saying all the individual numbers. Oh, he yeah. wrote it on a post-it note along with the word embarrassed. Oh. Yeah. Then you've got... He didn't put hashtag embarrassed though, did he? No, God, no. Good, good for I big, wouldn't have big anything dollar to do Rob. <laughs> I think the reason he put embarrassed is because he knew who would come next above him. And that is at Nyla with, <laughs> with 1,762,847 points. Well done, mate. And then me, with 2,076,824 points. The reason I say that I don't think Kelly tried very hard is because I didn't try very hard. (laughs) And I got fucking, how many more? Six times more than her or something like that. Thelifebath.net. Come on. Sarah Connor next, with 5,620,401 points. Mm -hmm. After that, you've got Stu. Stu in at number one, two, three, four, five, six. He got 6,058,962. That doesn't sound right, but that's what he got. Uh-huh. 6,058,962. And then regular head crab, Chris Dubbs, 6,921,394 points. Excellent effort. Tell you what, someone's climbing the ranks. Big old Ross. I didn't realise that I could have. Because I only had four games of it. Well, there you can't. Oh, no, you had four games. Well, I noticed <laughs> there's there's one of the... Um, so there's a few things that you can do around the board. In well, one the missions. Of, is that what they're called? There's missions, I. So one of them is where you move the, like, runes. Some shite. Do you Some remember contrived that shite. It, it reminded me of the film. Oh. So you... And there's another one where you've got this kind of, like, glaive or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice word. And like the balls are just dropping, and you move the glaive or whatever thing around. Right. And if the balls go into the holes, 
You get massive points, mm. like shit loads of points. That's what I've heard on the grapevine. I don't so, know. <laughs> do you know what that means? I was talking about games. I know. <laughs> Can I just it's talk all, about some But games? life's a game, isn't it? So did you? Did I say what you got? Uh, 7,930,786. Just above you, the way you like it, Rhett, 8,815,563 points. I was beaten by the better man. I agree. But he said he doesn't want to do a regular podcast, so I'm stuck with you. Uh Top three next. (laughs) Who's in? (laughs) Who's in third place, you ask? (laughs) That's... Let's oh, Betty, bouncing Betty. That's that one, isn't it? So, Mexican boy number two with 9,492,697 points. I like the way you're kicking, keeping with this. Yeah. Can I just say Mexican boy number two? Submit a tech tech idea, future tech. No. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. It's gonna, exactly what you'd expect. Is it going to blow you away? <laughs> it's going to blow you away, baby. So second place, we've got two more places here, second and first, as is tradition when you're counting down. Yeah, that's how number <laughs> works. Second place has got 17,000, no, 17 million, 94,632. So essentially blew me out of the water. Blew you away. Uh-huh. First place has got 32 million, 407,661. So who's, who, who's where? Who haven't we had yet? Just tell us. I'll tell you. Second place, T1000. First place, we've got a new winner. Really? We've got a new winner. Is it T15000 or something? <laughs> it's Chris. Chris. So he's he's submitted a score almost every single one for the past however long. Finally won. Congratulations to you, Chris. What an achievement. What's that song by The Who? Pinball Wizard, is it? Uh, Tommy, Tommy's got a new combine pinball. Right. Pop that in there then. No, 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 no. I can't. The producer's, the uh, producer's he's, fuck. he's retired. Oh. But it's a lovely suggestion, though. Mm. Um, but yeah, well done to Chris. Why don't you sing it to me then instead? Oh, pinball wizard. <laughs> how you like to play the pinball? Blooding, 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 blooding. Oh, is that nice? That's nice. It's got nothing to do with the original song, but nice though. Up next, Sensi Soaks. I'd just like to say before we start talking about Sensible Soccer, though, well done to the women's team. Yeah. Women's. Congratulations, England. yeah. Great effort. Uh, they came fourth, didn't they? Because they got beat by uh, one of the other teams in the semi final. Not Sweden. Uh, I don't know. Can't remember. I did watch a few, a little bit of one game. No, yeah, excellent. I, did. I mean, they got as far as um, England did. Yeah. Oh, hang on. What have I done there? They got as far is the, the is the, the male of the species. The other species, the other gender did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, the, the netball World Cup starts today. Oh, does it? And England also got to the World Cup final of cricket. The cricket. And that's on a Sunday. So I tell you what, and this is a jo- this is joking aside. England and the UK seem to be doing really well in sport of recent times. And yeah, let's keep going because you know it's the most important thing. Uh, 
I mean, we may not be able to decide on what to do with Brexit or with who fucking prime minister is yeah. going to be, and it looks like it's going to be that prick. Well, it's fine because we literally have the choice between a douche or a turd. Yeah, and you can't polish I mean, either. Who would ever want to pick Hunt? Well, the only time you would want to pick Hunt is when the other Over option that guy. is Trump too. Trump two electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> sensi soaks. Sensi soaks. Anyway, have you had many sensi soaks since the last time? Sensi- I, did, I, I was soaks? on it quite a lot. I was enjoying it. No, have you had any sensitive soaks? I'm trying to keep it clean, Tom. Yeah, that's what you do when you have a sensitive soak. You've got to keep it nice and right, clean. Right, I'm keeping it clean for the listeners. You've got to keep it clean, Ross. You know I like it clean. Just oh. finishing me being ignorant to what Tom's like referring to. He's talking about a clean ballet. <laughs> <laughs> nice and shiny helmet. Dirty boy. So, anyway. right. <laughs> Sensible soccer. <laughs> the talented few. That's my team. Yeah. We all know guys. this. We don't need to go back, do we? Chris Dubbs visited Talon. Shut up. Fucking telling you. Really? I'm fucking telling you. Him and T1000 went. Because of... This this segment. I'll hope so. <laughs> I hope so because that's big. Please tell us about it. I'm interested. Was the statue of me there? You'll have to find out from him. Was it nice? It looks nice. Yeah, he said it was. He's, he's highly recommended it. He said it's one of the most beautiful places he's been. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Said the football team weren't up to much. Well, no, no. Because they don't exist. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Did you see a team that does exist but doesn't exist? <laughs> Anyway, I'm back to the normal type of routine. So the last time I was finished talking is, it's given I'm going to win the, the league, right? Yeah. It's given I'm going to win the... Um, I mean, I've got you given and go. <laughs> it's given I'm going to get the cup. So Domestic I'm going to get cup, the double. Yeah. What I'm going for is the treble. Mm-hmm. The problem is, it's the Euros, yeah? And I'm uh-huh. having big trouble in little China. <laughs> so we'll go back to the Euros, right? You mean a Europa, Europa Cup or Champions League? Or? The Champions League. Right, okay. But they call it something weird in this. So anyway, like here's a, just a, a feel of the first game back, right? I'm 4-0 down at half-time. Wow. But I get beat 4-3, so I managed to pull it back. Oh, well. How, who are you playing? I haven't wrote any of that down. Okay. Probably a European team? Yeah, a right. European team. So basically, um, I don't get to the semis. Right, uh, like so. Can I just re- recap quickly? You couldn't pull it back. You you tried to pull it back, and you couldn't quite get a semi. Couldn't get to the semis, right? So I'm just right. trying, just recapping for the listener. But I am getting a bit better. Like I was scoring a bit more goals, and you know, like my team's improved a bit. Uh huh. So I still won the double. I got no job offers. This is the end of season one. Uh huh. And this recap. I now have five and a half million to spend, so I go out and I buy some team uh, players to strengthen my team. Five and a half mil. Yeah, not bad. I buy Saul Campbell. Good okay. old Saul. How old? You, how old would he be at this point? Uh, 20s, so it's 96, 97. He, he was a right back and he was fast as fuck. Saul One, Campbell, right back. Saul Campbell, yeah. Oh yes, I of course, yeah. So the reason I, I bought him is I like fast players, mm-hmm. and um, he was like. Well, he seemed to be fast, mm-hmm. as I've already explained in other previous versions of Sensible Soccer. I've explained that you can't 
try these players out beforehand. You've yeah. just got to like hope that they're good. I always thought he's more of a centre back. I'm sure he played it. I for, was playing him as a centre back for Newcastle. It's centre back when he played. Saul for Campbell us. played for Newcastle. Uh, didn't yeah, he? very briefly. Wow. Yeah. Or the end of his career, like like. Oh yeah, he didn't have much of an impact. Like who was that guy called? The rapper. Uh. Um, John Barnes he played for us didn't he the rapper <laughs> that's how I know <laughs> yeah did he he did yeah but yeah, I think he did Yeah, they played him up front by himself I remember that yeah it was Kenny Dalglish. Yeah. see I know a bit about Newcastle well, there's a link isn't it Liverpool he played for Liverpool for yeah he also got uh, Rush as well oh when yeah he, when he was like near the end of his career he used to call me in Rush uh, when I used to play football you know there was a, there was a time when I played for uh, my old workplace and uh, was doing uh, Movember and had a moustache and had a game of football. Yeah. <laughs> and we were calling us Ian Rush. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Bless. That's... Uh... Yeah, because I was burying them. Yeah. You see, seen me. You were, were you dead? I'm deadly in front of the net. Didn't they me. call them the fox in the box? Well, yeah, they called me um, something similar. They called me Jigsaw. Oh. Because I went to pieces in the box. Oh, not because you were tying people up and putting them through horrific... No. Right, okay. So then I also bought a striker and I wanted to buy a big, like, expensive striker. But I'd only had five and a half million. So actually five and a half million is quite a lot of money in this game. Yeah. So I bought a Brazilian striker called... So I'm going to spell it out here. G-U-I-L-H-E-R-N-E. Guilherno. 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 Isn't that a brand of, like... Beer. Gilhen. Gil- Probably why I was drawn no? Gilhen. 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 See, I didn't want to buy him for reasons sound. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he turned out to be amazing. Okay, yeah. So, end of season one. Season two. So, I'm back to the routine. Yeah, back on it. Doesn't matter about the league, I'm going to win that. Doesn't matter about the cup, I'm going to win, win that. So I'm in the Euros. This confidence is incredibly attractive, Ross. Thanks. The Euros, by the way, I don't know, and I haven't wrote down the teams. Oh. I don't know if it's because... What I, an oversight. I, I will in future. Or oh, will I in future? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. So, um, is I this not the last ever since he soaks up? No, no, it's Oh, not. thank God for that. Remember, it's like 20 years you get. Or oh, it could God. possibly be even 40 years. So hang on, I think you... I paid five years or six oh, years now. God. I know you're going to get sick of this. Oh, listener. Tim won't. Tim Tim uh, tweeted earlier on, uh, private message, because we're best friends, mm-hmm. uh, saying um, it basically sounded quite sort of, uh, what is it, desperate almost, saying, will there be, will there be a Sensi Soaks update? Yeah? There's going to be a Sensi Soaks update. Because did I tell you what his plan is, what he's going to do? He's going to be a, f- a future guest, isn't oh, he? Oh, absolutely. He might be sooner than anyone thinks. But did I tell you what he's going to do? What he's going to, uh, Did I tell you what he's going to send send in? I think I might have Surprise it. me? Or right. do you want to keep it as a no, nice surprise? Keep it as a surprise for you then. It's going to be a picture of his cock. <laughs> no, it's going to be... Uh, what, it's going to be something. <laughs> something <next laughs> side. Not again. In, in pencil. So he's like, really be like a bit oh, bloody yeah. and stuff. <laughs> he's giving himself lead poisoning. You're scaring me. Nah. Right, anyway. Right. So the Euros, I'm winning. Uh-huh. 1-0. 7-4. 5-0. 7-4? Seven four, yeah. Wow, back around again. Eleven three nil, six one. Wow. You can see that that team was big numbers. Shit. Was get Gilhien? Was he scoring all these? Aye, he was deadly. But the problem is, is you've got to be a bit um, sensible. 
Saga. <laughs> in a, who you play? Lush. Who you play like in your normal team uh, against your run of the mill dog shit teams every day? Yeah. I've got to be careful because injuries are a massive problem, which is something I've wrote down. No idea what's wrong with them and when they're going to be back and stuff like that. Ah, uh, usual problems. Loads of injuries, and I'm losing money every 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 game. I'm losing money. Hand over fist. So I got through to the quarterfinals. Ah, and guess who I got paired with? Barcelona. Because I have wrote this down. Newcastle. No. English team. No, but they are good. Real Madrid. Yes. Oh fuck. Real Madrid had a player called Fernandez. Johnny scores a lot. <laughs> yeah, Johnny scores a, a lot. Well, he might have been. He may as well have been. Mm-hmm. Fernandez, right? He was worth nine million. I but worked it out. Big money back then. My whole team was worth that. <laughs> because strangely enough, I'd bought players in the past, and even though I'm dominating my league and stuff, the players are, are dropping in. In the amount they're worth. Right. Go figure. Getting older. Well, they don't seem to age in this game. Oh, wow. But what's weird is, this has happened to me before. I had Hartlepool back in the day, and they were, like, winning, like, the Premiership, like, the treble, or is it even, is it even possible to win... Yeah, it would have been uh, the, the league, the domestic trophy, and... The European trophy, right? But it, they now you can do the quadruple by winning like the two domestic trophies. So I was I was playing that back then, and me, you know, I was I was top dominating. I had an amazing team, uh-huh. and they were losing the the value though. Yeah. So I don't understand what the logic is anyway. I don't think there's any logic. There isn't. So um, I'm going to smash this. How do you think I? How do you think I got on against Real Madrid? I think you got beat 3-2. It was over 2. Uh, aggregate 3-2. Well, the first game... Uh-huh. Aggregate 3-2. It's slightly higher than that. <laughs> and not as flattering to me. Oh, God. It was 7-3. Oh. But I remember the first game I played against them, I scored within the first, like, second. Wow. But later on, I got someone sent off. Oh. It wasn't Guilherme, Guilherme, was it? No, it was... Um, Shea Given. I don't know who it was. I, I don't control Shea Given, remember? Right, okay. Unless sometimes he gets the ball and I have to walk it out. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I'm out now. And I, I figure, well, advancements. Slow advancements. Uh-huh. But next time, I might have a little bit more money. I can buy a better tea. Yeah. Go back to the champions, blah, blah, blah. I'm waiting for it to finish. Uh-huh. Bear in mind, I've been... The talented few now for four seasons, I think it is, uh-huh. and I've only ever had one job offer when I've been there, uh-huh. and it was for another fucking team in that league uh-huh. who are below me. So I get a job offer, and you know, part of it was going to just save it and not look at the job offer and just say, I'll leave it on that clip. Oh, but you didn't, did you? I didn't know. Hang on, do you want to tell with it or do you want to leave yeah, it? Yeah, because clip, it's yeah? the big news. Really. Oh, it's the big news, guys. Are you ready, Tim? So, put, like, I'm going to go with this job off. <gasps> so, you're leaving the talented view? Yeah. Well, I've won the fucking double, like, four years in a row or some Okay, shit. right. Okay, fair play. And I've given them a massive, like, they've got a good team. So, you didn't win the, the, the European trophy with them, but you're hoping to do this 
if the they future, keep building, if they keep building, like, so you, oh, imagine you watch them do it, you'd be like, oh, good, well done, lads. Well, I do. I I would like to know how they get past the uh, the way that they're losing money every time. Yeah. Because I have to keep about two million in the bank, uh-huh. and then watch as it di- like goes down, uh-huh. just to help it stay up a bit. I'm playing trial players to get them to five uh, five thousand, because mm. that's all they're allowed to get to, and right. then I'm selling them straight away. I'm selling every player I can. Mm. I've got a bit a skeleton squad. <laughs> So I don't know how they're fucking going to keep that cannon. It's unsustainable. <laughs> but never mind. So who do you... Like, what What do you think could be, like... Like, I'm obviously excited with this job offer. Uh-huh. What do you think would be the... What do you think it is? Is it an English team? I'm not giving you any clues. Oh, is it an international? It's an international team. I'll give you a clue now, then, so yes. But is it England? It is England. England manager. I have got the England call-up. Now, let's put this into perspective. Bloody hell. I only bought about one English player. Yeah. Whilst I was there. Who was that? Jonathan Saul Campbell. Wood- of course, yeah. Oh, Halliday as well. Was he English, was he? Yeah, for Hartlepool, aye. I oh, think he was. Yeah. So, I don't see race. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I'll be bringing to the England job. Yeah. So, the way... Nationality. The, 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 the English... I remember getting the call up once. And this you is pick, real life, yeah. Yeah, you pick players. It's it's fucking excellent the way they've added this into the game. Uh-huh. You you pick them on the star ratings. Oh yeah. So you can like just go through the teams and stuff. I mean, in retrospect, I'm starting to think that if you play sensible soccer, they have this all panned out. They must have this idea that this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I hope it isn't. Because that's one of the reasons I'm playing Sensible Soccer for this kind of like time filler for the podcast. Because the thing is, time filler. when this it's finishes... It's an integral part of the podcast. Exactly. So when this finishes, I want to play a, a, a game that I feel like I could put as much investment in okay. as Sensible Soccer. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a sports game. It has to be something like this. Okay. So if anybody has any ideas... I'm willing to try some of the real niche games. Like, is it Dwarven Fortress that's meant to be like fucking nails? Wow, okay. I'm willing to give. I mean, I was thinking in golf, but that sounds even more. Well, something that's like, it's not just, oh, I got to this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sensible Soccer, for, you know, it has a lot of permutations. It's not just down the line, is it? It's like. Mm, yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to. So anybody who likes it, Tim, for instance, mm-hmm. actually, Tim, if you have the time and you want to write down your England squad for mm-hmm. that time period, I'll have picked it by then. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting to see how his squad racks up against mine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, and can I do it? Can you do can it? Can I bring the Euros or the World Cup. or the World Cup to? England. It's coming home. It might be coming home. It's probably not coming home. <laughs> After playing with the players I've had in oh. the past, these guys are gonna be feel like driving fucking Ferraris and Lambos. <laughs> well, that was a wonderful Sensi Soak segment. Was it the best yet? Very possibly. So thank you for that, Ross. Thank you for listening, Tom. Uh, an injection with sexual kind of connotations like you normally do. Injection. Yeah. Yeah. Come. So uh, we're going to finish now and we're going to take a break 
then we're going to come back after well, personally I'm going to drain my bladder mm-hmm. probably continue with the red wine that I was drinking nice um, Ross you've just opened another bottle of beer there so that might see you through part of the second part yeah we've already said we're going to be talking about some of the TV shows we've watched recently because we feel very passionately about especially one of them oh definitely yeah and then we're going to spend a bit of time talking about some of the future tech ideas that you fine listeners have had and then I've got a one particular thing I want to ask Ross to talk about at the end of the second part, which I urge you to stick around for, listener, because it's a real insight into the mind of Ross. I'm not going to say anything more than that, apart from it's oh, yes. fucking fascinating. All right? Fucking fascinating. So stick around for that. But what we'll do now is we'll just say a quick goodbye and then we'll see you soon. So I'm going to say goodbye first. Oh, do you want to say goodbye first, Ross? Is it not what's, what the French say? What's it? Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Which uh, means see you soon, doesn't it? Does it not? Um, maybe. Because goodbye is very definite. Yeah. Like, Bye. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll say... I'll say see you soon So because I'm English and I'll say it that way so you want to say au revoir yes so you say au revoir first au revoir and I'll say see you soon Atmospheric. Atmospheric? Yeah, make an atmospheric update.